When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Remy, congratulations. 2021 Moto2 champion, world champion. Uh, Is that the realisation of a childhood dream? Yeah, for sure. You know, I think it's a childhood dream for anyone who races motorcycles. So, you know, uh, yeah, I still can't, can't believe it's happened. You know, it hasn't really gone through my head yet, but, uh, <laughs> you know, it's getting there, getting there. Yeah. I mean, you grew up on bikes. There was probably no way it was going to not happen. Right. Well, I mean, there's always a possibility, you know, everyone, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of kids that grow up on motorcycles and, you know, there can only be one winner at the end of the day. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it definitely could have not happened. You know, there was a lot of tough years where it didn't look like anything was going to happen, not even a podium in the World Championship. So, um, in the end, you know, it's was, it was a big relief. I mean, I know it sounds a little crazy. You've lived in the shadow of Dad for so long. Do you think that was a curse? I always thought about, you know, I'm not Dad, and he's a completely different person. I'm doing my thing, so... You know, I never really felt the pressure, to be honest, but, you know, I didn't really ever think about it as a curse. No, but I'm some, some would suggest there's always been a heavy weight on the shoulders. And I go back to that year in 2018, you, you break a couple of legs and an ankle and you go, do you, do, you, do you go, oh, is this all worth it? Yeah, for sure. You know, there's been times where, you know, I've, you know, doubted whether to keep going or not. You know, it's been some hard times, but... Definitely, definitely, definitely. But, uh, you know, I'm glad I hang in there. <laughs> yeah, what, what drives you, though? Well, what keeps you in that zone to go, no, I'm still not done with. This is where I want to be. Uh, being a world champion. <laughs> <laughs> being a world champion and, and winning, I guess. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think, uh, you know, winning, I think, more than anything. Is the drive that simple? Yeah, I mean, yeah, winning and and uh, I guess yeah, it's just yeah, kicking everyone's ass is <laughs> what drives me. <laughs> you know, you you started out quite young, but but we've been discussing over this past year how many young kids there are racing in Moto Three, and Moto Two, and and the packed fields. Uh, are the fields too big? I think that it's got nothing to do with how many riders there are on the grid, but more about the class itself. Um, you know, I'm sure if you put, I think in Moto Two, we're about the same amount as riders as the Moto Three guys, and you know, there's not been any tragedies in Moto Two ever. I think so. I think it's more of a, a thing about the actual regulations of the class, as, as Moto Three is so important the draft, and really it does make all the time in the world. So you know, that's why the whole grid is bunched up, and they can all follow each other, and that's why they're just so close. Another thing is I think it's really good that they're putting in this age limit because, you know, there's a lot of young kids with a lot of pressure and myself as well at the same, um, that, you know, under pressure to perform and, and they go out and they do silly things when you're a kid, you're not, you know, mature as you are when you're 21. So 
you're moving up to to MotoGP, which is pretty exciting. You've had your first test on the on the Red Bull. What was what was it like, man? Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was pretty awesome. I mean, yeah, we tested in in uh, Valencia, uh, Valencia, Mizano, um, before Texas, halfway through the season. So, you know, I already knew what it was going to be like. But uh, yeah, we only did you know thirty odd laps to just get a taste of it. But uh, definitely loved it and. As soon as I got back on it in, in Jerez, it was, uh, <laughs> that power never gets old, you know. It's, uh, it's always fun to <laughs> go down the straight. What about the handling compared to the Moto2 bikes? How different is it? Yeah, honestly, they're, they're pretty good. Um, I think the tyres as well have a lot to say in that. But, uh, you know, the, the, the corner speed is actually a lot higher as well. And the, the rear grip, there's a lot more rear grip on, on a new tyre and, yeah, they're pretty they're pretty gnarly. And actually, I was pleasantly surprised with how the KTM handles. I mean, it's probably not the fastest turning bike in the world, but, uh, you know, it's uh, quite a stable front end for braking and, and quite good on grip. So I, I quite enjoyed the bike, and I think it's got some potential. I mean, I'm sure if you ask me in six months, I'll say it's, it's not the best bike, but, <laughs> you know, the first impression is not bad. Yeah, I mean, the one thing we, we love about watching MotoGP is the ability to late brake. Is that the sort of bike you've got under under this next year? Yeah, for sure, for sure. It's uh, it's an incredibly late braking bike. Um, you know, it's got a good stable front end, which is nice. But uh, yeah, the corner speed is where you know I think keeps them a little bit lacking. But I'm sure I think they're working on that for the for next year's bike, which I'll try in January. In the January. How important was it to have this deal done before the season was over so you could concentrate on the 2021 knowing where you were going next year? Uh, you mean the, the, the GP contract? Yeah. I mean, it was kind of, you know, with the results I had, you know, even after the first three or four races, it was kind of pretty obvious you know, where it was going and, you know, I didn't, you know, I wasn't really too worried about that. You know, I was more focused on... I'm, you know, finishing the races, you know, in a good position and in my championship. Man, you you are so Australian, man. You are so you are so la- you are so laid back. I mean, this that really just blows my mind. Because considering how quick and how dangerous the sport you're in, Raúl Fernández, him pushing you all the way. How good was that for the championship this season? Yeah, for sure. As a spectator's point, it has been amazing. You know. <laughs> For me and, uh, and for us too, it wasn't as it wasn't as fun, you know. A bit more pressure on both of us, but uh, you know, it was being good to have him in, in the team, you know, as, uh, as a good reference. And you know, I think we learned a lot each of uh, each other. Um, I'm sure he'd say the same thing. And uh, I think that's you know obviously why we were such a strong team together. So uh, it was it was good. It was tense in the end for sure. It was very intense, but uh, you know, um, I managed to handle the pressure and, and came out on top. Do you think the idea of that, okay, I need to finish uh, above 11th, you know, I need to finish 10th and, and, and do the job, do you think that's a, a maturing of you as a rider going forward? Just getting the job done? Yeah, I mean, you know, there was not much else to do that day. You know, you've got to be an idiot to, to throw down the road, right? you know. Just, uh, you know, the, the job was finished and, and, you know, just uh, go and enjoy my last Moto2 race. Yeah, and, and having Dad there, how important was that? Uh, didn't really change much to me. To be honest, <laughs> <but yeah. laughs> well, we, well, we won't pass that on. Um, I'm told Danny Pedroso was at the last, the, the recent test, uh, passing on, on his advice. Yeah, yeah, Danny was there, so uh, it was good to have him there, and you know he's got lots of experience, which is always nice. And uh, yeah, it's good to have him out on the track at the spot. What What did he say to you? 
yeah, just that I looked a bit tense on the bike, uh, but that would have been probably because of my ribs. <laughs> <laughs> but going forward, uh, where does the excitement level sit at? Uh, with Danny? No, no, for MotoGP next year, man. Oh, hey, no, I mean, yeah, I can't wait. You know, it's just a, it's a completely new adventure and still a lot to learn, you know. Um, you, know by, uh, you know, the tyres and and everything that it goes on, electric, electronics and everything, you know, new on the bike. So there's still a lot to learn, but, you know, it's always it's always nice to start a new project, a new challenge, and, you know, it's gonna, they're a really fun bike, so I can't wait to, can't it, wait to start testing in January. Is there much expectation on performance for 2022? Uh, yeah, of course. There's always an expectation to perform, you know, and I think in MotoGP it's even more cutthroat, so, you know, it's... Uh, you know, have to be on it pretty fast, which, uh, you know, it's not, there's no year for, you know, sitting on your ass and doing nothing, you know, it's, it's always pushing and, and trying to improve. So, um, yeah, just gotta, just gotta keep trying to push. <laughs> no, no, fair play. Uh, you've been in Spain for such a long time and you've ridden over it's close to what a hundred races. You must feel it. Even at the young age of 23 heading to 24, you're a bit of a veteran out there on the circuit. Yeah. I mean, I guess nowadays, you know, uh, I'm an old an old boy on, on the track, you know, all these young kids coming through. But, uh, yeah, I've um, been, yeah, nearly 10 years in Spain. So, you know, kind of, it's where my home's at. But, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess you could say I'm starting, <laughs> starting to, I mean, a mid, mid, mid-life career at the moment, I think. <laughs> Surely uh, the experience gives you that slight edge. Yeah, for sure. I think that's what paid off this year, you know, um, the experience, you know, just knowing when to push, when not to push. And, uh, you know, I think that's what, you know, the maturity came out and, and the experience and and finishing the races when uh, when it was com- when it was complicated. You know, I think that was, that was what got us the championship. So how would you describe Remy Gardner and his racing style that we can look forward to in 2022? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, um, probably very slidey on the rear. So I think you're going to see some big old nice slides on the GP bike. So dirt tracks, I think. So Remy Gardner slidey 2022. Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess you could say that. Yeah, uh, you know, it's like dirt. What I grew up in, exactly. Uh, Remy, thanks so much for giving us your time, and once again, congratulations, 2021 Moto Two champion. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks so much. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for the time, Remy. I appreciate it, buddy.